Today, and welcome to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, I'm really glad you've joined us today. As we enter a new season, the jobs market appears to be on the upswing after historic lows during the pandemic for much of the last year. According to the latest reports, restaurants and other businesses added 916,000 new jobs during the month of March, the most workers hired in seven months. It was such a stunning, stunning turnaround, that number, when I saw it last week. Analysts say the accelerated employment signals a new period of rapid economic expansion. But as COVID cases continue to rise here in Michigan, the economy and its comeback could hinge on whether or not pandemic restrictions are re-implemented to try to deal with this new surge. Here to talk with me about the new jobs number and what it means for Michigan's jobs economy is our friend Charles Ballard. He's a professor of economics at Michigan State University. Professor Ballard, welcome back to Detroit Today. Good morning, Stephen. Thanks for having me. And I just wanted to tell you that we've got a thunderstorm going on in East Lansing right now, so if you nope. hear some loud bangs, you'll, <laughs> you'll know what that's about. I would imagine that that thunderstorm might be headed here to southeast Michigan next. So <laughs> uh, that's what I think. We yeah. get a little bit of a preview in the interview today. So, so I want to start with this number, 916,000 new jobs. That is massive growth. It's much more than economists had anticipated, and as I said, the most in seven months. I just want to get your your impression of that really quickly. Yeah, um, it, economists were predicting that there would be substantial job growth in March. The, the uh, March report from the Labor Department came out last Friday morning. Um, but this number still exceeded those expectations by about a quarter of a million. Uh, so this does suggests that the economy is heating back up after a, a pretty flat couple of months. We, we had a horrendous drop last April, and then we, <clears throat> excuse me, we rebounded fairly well um, for a few months, and then it kind of flattened out as those, the first round of stimulus checks uh, uh, were played out. Um, but now things are speeding up. I guess you got three or four things going on. One is a lot more people are vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you from my own personal experience, uh, uh, my wife and I are going to dine indoors in restaurants in the last week or so for the first time in a very, very long time because we've both been fully vaccinated mm-hmm. and feel comfortable about it. And, you know, that, that story is being repeated across the country. Um, and... Uh, some states are opening up. Uh, there is a question about whether they're opening up prematurely, but that is part of it. And then yet another round of stimulus checks. So people have people have cash, um, and that's going to translate likely into continued uh, job growth in the next few months. So, so let's talk about what industries we're seeing really benefit from uh, from the added jobs. I know that the service industry is is one of them, and that's because, as you point out, we're, we're kind of going back to more in-person things like dining and, and bars and things like that. But but what are some of the other booms that uh, that seem like they're, they're poised to take place? Well, by far the biggest is in leisure and hospitality. That's the sector that was hurt terribly the last uh, spring. And it's bounced back some, but it's still, even with the job growth last month, 
the leisure and hospitality sector is still more than 3 million jobs below what it was uh, in February of 2020. So that's people who work in restaurants, in bars, in hotels. Um, so it's, it's coming back, <clears throat> excuse me again, but it's still got a ways to go. Um, and then we've seen some uh, growth in construction which is a, a very welcome sign. Also mm-hmm. some growth in manufacturing. There were really a lot of sectors, but the big one was the leisure and hospitality. And that's likely to continue to be uh, the fastest growing sector for months to come, because that's the sector that lost the most last year. Yeah. So, so um, how much of this has to do with the lower COVID numbers and I guess the warming temperatures, which we think will maybe help uh, help suppress the spread of the virus the way it did last year is this is this about turning a fundamental corner or is it more about episodic uh, sort of ups and downs of of the pandemic and i think we'll know the answer to that question uh better in, in a few months right now we're kind of in a race because we're vaccin we're putting 80 million shots in arms per month and at that rate, we'll get to the point in a few months uh, where so many people have been vaccinated that we won't necessarily be all the way to herd immunity. But you, I think it will have to have a, a um, an effect of quelling the pandemic somewhat. Um, but on the other hand, you've got a lot of states that have opened up completely, which I think is a, a, not a, a good policy. You got a lot of people who are not wearing masks. And so we are seeing infections going up. I'm cautiously optimistic that um, the vaccines will outrace the uh, <clears throat> premature opening up um, and that uh, people will continue, more and more people will continue to feel um, comfortable, reasonably comfortable about going back to some of their normal activities from a year ago. And um, so I think that this is going to continue, but I really hope people will continue to wear their masks uh, for the next couple of months because we're we're not out of the woods yet. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking with Charlie Ballard. He's professor of economics at Michigan State University. We're talking about the fact that the U.S. economy added 916,000 jobs last month, way more jobs than we had uh, been predicting and way more jobs than we've been adding on a monthly basis for at least seven months. Uh, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call. Tell us what is your current personal economic and financial outlook looking like. Are you somebody who's back to work after losing work because of the pandemic? Uh, are you still receiving unemployment if you aren't working? Uh, and are you someone who's a little apprehensive about the idea of going back to work? Are you worried about safety uh, and the, the the virus, which continues to be with us, um, if you were to go back to work full time, uh, are you are you worried that uh, you would be exposed or that you might expose uh, other people? Also, give us a call. Tell us uh, how the stimulus checks have helped you out. That's one of the things that may be powering this job surge and and a recovering economy. What are you spending the money on? Uh, I'm really curious about how people are using the stimulus checks. Uh, are you using it? for long-term things, or are you just kind of catching up on things that you weren't able to do during the pandemic? Uh, or are you making a big purchase like buying a car or buying a home? 
are, are you thinking that the stimulus helps you get back up on your feet economically and as a result helps the economy overall get back going? As always, the number here on the phones is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put comments there, or you can go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll try to work into the conversation. I, I also want to hear from folks who are worried about this new surge in COVID cases and and worried that 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 may take the wind out of the sails of the economy. Uh, this tension between the restrictions that we have been living under and the real desire to go back to. Uh, way more of the world as we knew it uh, as we knew it before, of course, is also in play with this new surge. Are, are you worried that that we won't be able to go back and that that will kind of hold the economy uh, hostage in the in the spring and into the summer? Again, three one three five seven seven one zero one nine is the number um, is the number on the phones. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page or to Twitter. Put comments there. We'll try to work you into the conversation that way. Uh, Charlie, I want to talk about manufacturing and a conversation I had with somebody who works in a related industry who was uh, talking about the shortage in microchips and the way that it is really slowed manufacturing. That is our bread and butter here in Michigan. There are car plants that uh, that are not making cars because they can't. Uh, does this jobs boom help that, or do we still have this this problem with with technology and shipping that uh, that's going to maybe delay the recovery here in Michigan? Well, I think that that um, the overall uh, increase in economic activity is generally good, but uh, microchips have been a bottleneck um, for some months now probably going to continue for a while. In fact, we've seen, because the economy has gone through such a wrenching whiplash with such big changes uh, as a result of COVID, with rapid declines in some sectors, fast increases in other sectors, we've seen a lot of supply chain problems. You know, early, uh, early in the pandemic, you couldn't find toilet paper and you couldn't find hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, we've had shortages of the, the kinds of things that people um, demanded a lot as they changed their consumption patterns uh, due to the fact that they couldn't travel. So instead of uh, going on a trip and uh, renting a car and, and staying in a hotel in some far place, people uh, started doing things around the home. And so you had um, shortages of uh, building supplies in some cases. You had shortages of barbells because a lot of people were doing home, ex- home exercise equipment. And, and, you know, the economy it can't just turn on a dime. And so I think we are likely to have, um, it's going to be a bumpy um, expansion in the next several months. I think there will be a lot of bright spots, but there will continue to be some places where the supply chain just uh, isn't yet back to normal. And uh, the microchips is a is a big concern because you know, not that many years ago, automobile and microchip were two words that you would not use in the same sentence. <laughs> right, they didn't have anything to do with one another. <laughs> <laughs> but now, uh, you know, increasingly, your your car is a computer on wheels, and and so that's uh, 
yeah, that that has slowed us down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, again, 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. Call and tell us how you're doing economically. Are you benefiting from this new job search that we saw last week? Are you benefiting from the overall recovering economy? Or are you worried that the surge in COVID cases is going to continue to, to make things difficult for uh, you and your family? Again, 313-577-1019. Let's go to Dave in Ferndale. Dave. Welcome hey, to how we doing there? Good. How are you? I'm doing fine. I am doing fine. Getting over the COVID. Oh, oh, I'm sorry about that. That's uh, uh, all right. I'm on the last phase of it now. I'm on my way to my doctor's right now to get the secondary test to make sure to see that I'm COVID clear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how have things been going economically for you? Uh, basically, it hasn't been too bad except for being out of work for the last two weeks because I was down with the COVID. That kind of hurt, but... I got my very first stimulus check ever, and that kind of helped take out the sting. Mm-hmm. So, and and, and what, one thing I do got to say though, I think the government does a lot of scare tactics on the people here. But still, this joke COVID wasn't anything to joke around with. I was down with it for the last two weeks without without even looking up. But now I'm feeling much better, and uh, I quarantined myself for 14 days and. Mm. Now, hopefully I'll get the all clear. I already got the vaccine. I got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, which was really funny because I got the vaccine on a Saturday and I came down with COVID on a Sunday. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's that's terrible luck. Dave, what, what line of work are you in? Um, I take care of rental properties for a property management company here in the metro area. Okay. And how, how has your work been? How, has it been steady during the pandemic? Pretty much steady. Pretty much steady. I see a lot of things coming back. I'm glad to see the restaurants open and things like that. If we just take our precautions with masks and social distancing, I can see where it's worthwhile and beneficial. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, you know, what kind of scares me, though, is I heard a report something about the Pfizer one was only good for six months, and now they don't know how it's going to deal with these variants and how we had this big upsurge here in the Detroit area in the last mm. two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, no. There's, there's still there's still a lot of red flags, warning signs uh, about, yeah. about how we ought to behave. Dave, I really appreciate the call and uh, and the info. Uh, Charlie, construction, which is kind of the field that uh, Dave is is talking about, there is one of the, the the areas that I feel like is doing pretty well right now. And costs are high, but but volume is also high. Yes, um, a lot of people are doing. Um, uh, there's a lot of home building going on. There's been something of a surge of that. And also lots of um, upgrades, renovations, um, smaller projects where it's not building an entire new home, but adding on or making a renovation to an existing home. Um, that's uh, maybe not surprising since so many people have been staying home more than they uh, used to. You know, Dave, um, who's been sick for the last couple of weeks, glad that he's back up on his feet and uh, going to be able to go back to work. But that's a, it, it, that points to an aspect of the COVID uh, that doesn't get talked about as often, but that is very real. I mean, when you're sick, if you get really sick with it, you can't work. So we've had people who have had to um, stop work at least for a time. And, and in some cases, some of the worst cases, you know, people are in the hospital for for weeks, mm-hmm. um, 
also, um, you know, people, we've had more than a half a million deaths, um, and, and there's an economic cost to that. Um, uh, there's lost uh, uh, love among uh, loved ones, of course, but there's also loss of output because a lot of those people were people who, had, who were working before they became uh, ill, and so that's another um, part of COVID that, that, that's a, a very real economic cost that I think we maybe haven't talked about as much as we uh, should have. Mm-hmm. Um, an, another issue that's, that's been a challenge here um, labor force participation. Uh, th- that is, are you looking for jobs at all? Uh, has gone way down. And, and a lot of that is people who are stuck in a, uh, caught between a rock and a hard place with childcare because their kids aren't going to school and they aren't able to get childcare. And so there are people who have been forced to withdraw from the labor market um, to the tune of a couple of percent of the total adult potential workforce. So a, a big part of this recovery is going to be getting children back to school, getting childcare arrangements back in shape such that parents can feel comfortable going back to the kinds of uh, employment relationships that they had before COVID. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to continue this conversation with uh, Charlie Ballard about the economy. Uh, We also want to continue to hear from you. 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. Go to Facebook or Twitter, put comments there, and uh, you can be part of the conversation that way. We'll be right back with more Detroit Today. 